ladies and gentlemen of all ages, boys and girls, thank you for tuning in to yet another episode of Angry Meat Production. We appreciate you coming in and letting us be a part of your lives week in and week out. We hope to do our best to present you with something that your eardrums delight in. Whether you're looking at us on YouTube or Rumble, or listening to us on Spotify, Google, or Anchor, or any of the other podcast services that we are currently on or trying to get on, we thank you. And if you don't mind, at the end of every episode, stop by, leave us a comment, leave us a like. If it asks for five stars, we'll take five stars, even if you don't like us. Five stars are what it's all about. With that being said, we hope you enjoy our attempt to make our advocation our vocation. Ladies and gentlemen, let the games begin. We here at Angry Me Production want to thank our sponsor, Mobile Notary Mindy. She's certified with the National Notary Association. She's also bonded and E&O insured. She offers a wide range of services, including wills, powers of attorney, medical documents, healthcare proxies, living wills, certification of trust, assignment of personal property, HIPAA waivers, advanced healthcare directives, and 99 verification. You can find her on Facebook, TikTok, and Instagram at Mobile Notary Mindy. You can also visit her webpage at TexasMobileNotaryMindy.com. That's TXMobileNotaryMindy.com. Thank you so much and enjoy the show. <laughs> Welcome, Angry Faithful, today on Nerd Sports 125. I can't believe we made it to 125, but we made it oh, to 125. I'm sorry, how many, how many of these have we done? That fuck up the, the yes, the, did. extremely dead. Hey, you know what? We're getting it out of the way can, early. I can, I can, it's one twenty six. That's one. Shit. What well, are you I'm already live? So I can, yeah, <laughs> I can change come it. out. And it's just you know, nerd sports number one, and each week we'll just be nerd sports number one. Yeah. You number one GI. You number ten. Let me change it real quick. Man, well, what's sad is that I, I was thinking about uh you know come here on payday no more. <laughs> what I was thinking about the episode that we were gonna do this uh this weekend, and I literally thought about it. I was like, oh, we're doing 126 at the thing. I'm gonna have to say this. And I just totally fucked that up when I woke up this morning. I just woke up like an hour ago, and I mean, I'm completely yeah. perfectly honest with you, I I almost borderline forgot that we were doing the show today because I've been wrapped up trying to get my chemistry, you know, all squared away for for school. And okay, so let's let's try this again. Welcome everybody. Thank you all for watching. This is Nerd Sports episode one twenty six. Yeah, I fucked it up again, didn't I? 126. 126. At least you didn't say psychos and sociopaths. Oh, man. I've been... Okay. <laughs> we'll just go, we'll just go what the in. hell? No, that's Wait, not it either. Into David's mental deficiencies here. We need, yeah. we need cue cards. We hold up the cue cards and you can just read those off of... 
off of us. That that might work. I thought there was a reason I was waving the 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 the, the penalty pair. Uh, <laughs> you were waving it at me. <laughs> now like, I know you were preemptively waving it at David. I was, I was yeah. always like Bill Belichick this weekend. You know, he's just kind of sitting there. He's got it in his hand, and he spikes it at the hand. Really? You know, the referee. <laughs> well, today we're going to talk about Ghana pulling. So we'll go ahead and this is this is interesting. Not to be confused with David's gonorrhea. Yeah. Which he also got by pulling. Right. Yeah. But basically, this is what it is. It's two men. It's basically tug of war, but with your necks. I, I'm with Johnny. I mean, we, we looked at this before we actually uh, came on air and everything, and it looks like it would rip your freaking neck off. Dude, that you're just screaming for herniated disc right there. Yeah. Oh my god. Or or once you hit a certain age, once you hit a certain age, though, I mean, it you you start having new phrases and terms introduced into your vernacular, like ointment and sleeping wrong, and my neck hurts because of this, and looking at that makes this hurt. You know, I mean, dude. Right now, I could you know, I almost kill myself if I turn my head to too hard uh, they say oh, they yeah. pain is weakness leaving the body unless you were infantry then it's most likely arthritis yeah, yeah exactly pain <laughs> is the only reason i know i'm still alive <laughs> yes <laughs> it was I funny was like, I don't feel anything then i start right. to worry. <laughs> well wait, so the last time i did my i had a follow-up for my knee a couple of or about a, yeah two weeks ago um over at the va in downtown houston and the the surgeon's poking around on my knees he's like how does that feel how does that feel I was like, I mean, it's painful when you do that. And he goes, okay, well, that's something. I said, yeah, it is something because, you know, I would like to feel something besides pain every once in a while. But the pain reminds me that I'm alive. And he looks at me and he goes, huh? And I was like, don't worry. I'm not going to do anything stupid. (laughs) I said, I don't wear black clothing or eyeliner. I am the furthest thing from a cut risk that you are ever going to meet. <laughs> I said, if I do cut myself, it's because I'm in the I'm in the kitchen trying to do my best Gordon Ramsay impression. finger. It's it's just a little extra seasoning. Yeah. <clears throat> That's your meat. You get the iron from the blood. You get calcium from the bone. And yeah, you get salty just because that's my personality. Um, <laughs> right, exactly. Right. Um, all right. So before I get into the baseball standings, the playoff implications, uh, there's five key um, <clears throat> matchups this weekend that have huge playoff implications. But uh, before I do that, the quite possibly next to the Oakland Coliseum, or Ricky Henderson Coliseum, as they so foolishly called it. Um, because if I were Ricky Henderson, I'd be pissed off. You named a dump like that after me. But um, the Tampa Bay Rays have announced a. Uh, they're expected to announce uh, a, a deal for a new ballpark in Saint Peter in downtown Saint Petersburg tomorrow. Um. Now, the agreement would end the club's long-running stadium search and accomplish the cl- uh, club's goal by of securing a long-term home for the, in, in the Tampa Bay area. Now, for those of you who have been keeping score at home, um, ever since the Rays' inception, 
They have played at the Juice Box. They've played at Tropicana Field, the Trop, where the D-rings, the catwalks, and the ceiling are in play. There are actually ground rules in place for the individual catwalks. It is one of the worst places to play baseball. It is, I mean, the last dome of its type was the King Dome in Seattle. Now, from personal experience, having watched games in the King Dome, it was a dump too. But um, the new stadium would be built on on the redeveloped Tropicana Field site um, 86 acre area, also known as historic gas plant district, um, and serve as the Rays' home ballpark beginning in 2028. Now the team's 30 year use agreement at Tropicana field expires after the 2027 or after the 27 series or season. Now in January, St. Petersburg mayor Ken, Ken Welch selected the Rays and their development partner Heinz as his preferred choice to redevelop the Tropicana field site, calling the decision quote, the best path forward for our city and referring to the Rays Hines as the best partner for this generational endeavor. Now the Rays' proposal features an approximately 30,000 seat ballpark with a fixed roof. Why? Why, why fixed? All right. Anyways, a turf field, bad idea. If you can have natural grass at minute made fucking park here in Houston, if at Chase Bank Field or Bank of America Field, Bob, the Bob, you know, where the, the Diamondbacks play, mm-hmm. they've got natural grass. At um, Miller Park, where the Brewers play, they also have natural grass. Why are we yeah, still playing on the turf? Why? I would love to know. Well, and, 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 you know, they're just playing. Well, I think the Rays are taking right? play. Right. Well, what was that? They just pull it up after each game, right? No. No? No. I don't know some no, no, places. No, no. Or they cover it or something like that? Oh, they can cover it, yeah. Yeah, okay. But in this but day yeah, and age, yeah. especially after having seen Aaron Rodgers blow his Achilles tendon on the on the artificial turf surface of, of the Meadowlands. I don't think it's just the... There's a huge turf. outcry. I mean, huge outcry. For AstroTurf to be done away with on professional fields, there's a reason why MLS, the World Cup, uh, the UEFA, the uh, um, the Champions League, there's a reason why soccer teams and soccer clubs do not play on turf. Your 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 career your career expectancy your your career expectancy is reduced by about forty five percent. Because running on turf, dude, is incredibly hard on your joints. Oh, yeah. Is there, it, isn't it big difference? laid over concrete, isn't it? Yeah, it's laid over concrete. Um, oh, well, it's, yeah. got concrete it's got a concrete base, and then they put uh, sand and gravel, mm-hmm. right? Because that's for the drainage. But they compact each layer as they go up. Yeah, it's incredible. They lay the turf hard. over the top of it, and then they spread rubber pellets all over the place and then they brush them in Mm -hmm. Uh, sure in hindsight i mean it looks great looks great yeah in my backyard once 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 we're in a position where we can financially justify putting an in-ground pool in 
I'm ripping all the grass in the backyard out and I'm putting dog turf back there because one, most of my backyard is going to be consumed with a pool and an expanded back patio. If the dogs want to run around, they can run around on the dog turf that allows their piss to drain. And all I got to do is just tell the kids, go out there and pick up the dog crap. Mm-hmm. You have to worry about spot on the grass and everything. Yeah. And it, and it reduces my, my time outside in the yard. Cause then at that point, all I'm worrying about is the front yard, which to be completely and perfectly honest with you is all I should have to worry about anyway, because of curb appeal. Right. Yes. Yeah. So, but they're going to put turf in operable walls, which means they can change the dimensions of the park. Oh, we've got too many home runs flying out of here. So let's move the walls back, you know, that kind of a thing. Um, and a pavilion design. So, I mean, it's going to look like a big top tent and then the corners where you would think that, you know, like the roof would kind of crest over on the four corners from what I'm looking at. Let me, let me share my screen here real quick. Uh, there we go. It's just saying kind of like the Alamo dome where you have the, the four the corners. Yeah, kind of, sort of put me up on the screen. All right, so what we're looking uh, at, gotcha. you see that right there? That's what they're talking about. Gotcha. And, you know, so they, they've been looking for a new ballpark for about 16 years now. They, they've needed one because, like I said, Tropicana Field is absolutely horrible. Um, traffic getting in and out of there was a nightmare. Um, it wasn't easy to get to. I mean, you, you just you hear a lot of complaints from not only the other major league clubs, but fans, uh, both home fans and and traveling fans that come to the park. I mean, it's driving in and out of, to the park is is almost impossible. You've got to park blocks away, walk in, or you got to catch a tram or a bus or something. Bears um, uh, Stadium. Yeah. Well, let's see. And now the ballpark was just one of their mixed use districts, uh, district redevelopment plan. Um, it also called for a multifamily housing units, office space, retail space, hotel rooms, senior living residences, and an entertainment venue. Now, the, um, oh, sorry, <laughs> they put an old folks' home in there uh, on the, well, on the, in the neighborhood. Well, oh, no, it's in the neighborhood. not under the same roof, but in the same, in, like in the neighborhood. Right. Um, that's what I mean. It's it's not footprint. Well, you know how like okay, so the Rangers, the one thing that I liked love, the one thing I love about Globe Life Field is that it's attached to Texas Live. Yes. Yeah. It is Texas absolutely Live. amazing to walk through there. Yeah. yeah hands down. Even at, now, even at night when my wife and I my wife and I just let me see here. I'm trying to think. Um my wife and I the spring before we got married. Um we went to a Red Sox Rangers game uh, in Arlington, and we actually stayed at the Lowe's Hotel right there in Texas Live. Yeah, it's on the pricey side. Oh yeah, but you know it was great because they valet parked both of our cars, and we didn't have to worry about them. You know the whole weekend, and if we got bored at night, we just walked downstairs. Yeah, there's plenty of going on. We had yeah. um, there was when I was still working events. We had uh, an event up there in in, in uh, Fort Worth, mm-hmm. and we ended up. That's where we ate dinner. Is we drove out there to to Texas Live, and just walked around. 
killed some time there, ate dinner. And this was 10 at night. It was, it was later on. There was no game or anything. It was off season. So, uh, it was, it was relatively quiet, but still, you know, with all the lights and everything, like it's, it's genuinely awesome just to walk around and, and sightsee. Yeah. I mean, if, 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 it, if, if it's done right, then absolutely. Um, you know, you, you could put a ballpark smack dab in the middle of a brand new redesigned district mm-hmm. and it would be, it would be beneficial to not only the team visiting teams coming in, but also the local economy. Yeah. Um, you know, and the the problem with the Tropicana Field District, where it sits now, is accessibility. Now, if you tear down a bunch of stuff, tear down the old ballpark, and you put in brand new stuff, you, I mean, you're, you're looking at what? At least a couple of years before they're done? You know, at least uh, yeah. you're talking, you're talking three to five years. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, and then you, 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 you're expecting that much of a, of a time span to go by, especially in Florida because of the weather alone. Yeah. So, you know, it, it's, it's not like they've got Japanese road construction crews out there where, you know, a pothole opens up in the middle of a, of a residential area and, Bam, the streets back up and running and the holes filled back in and the infrastructure is replaced in less than a month. Yeah, we're talking I-35 construction crews here. Yeah. You know, <laughs> like, really, Joe? You ran that steamroller over that asphalt just a little too good and it's too flat. It's too smooth. You can't they're, even tell you're driving on it. They're going to expect to get it over with the front end loader and tear all that out. We're going to have to redo it. You put a pothole in there, they're going to think that we're, they're going to expect this from us every time. Don't get me started. I mean, like, I 45, 35, uh, 288, dude. I, I'm, <laughs> when you come in on uh, Friday, Thursday, and you come in on uh, Thursday, yeah, you're coming in Thursday. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Because <clears throat> um, we're driving up there on Friday. Yes. Okay. So um, when you come in on 288, you're going to see it. You're going to feel it. We're taking. We're taking. We're taking. We're taking a Ford Bronco. You and I were driving up to Arlington. Uh, or I mean, uh, uh, up to uh, Roanoke, and uh, there in Fort Worth in, in, in a Ford Bronco. Smooth ride, love that car. Anyway, um, so we got five pl- uh, we got five series kicking off uh, this week alone that have huge playoff implications. Um, eight postseason spots are still yet to fill. Um, there's only two more weeks left in the season, and I mean, dude, we're we're talking. This is what it's about. I mean, this is why we play or why they play 162 games over the course of six months. Um, I mean, it, for all intents and purposes, the regular season doesn't feel like it's been done right unless everything comes down to the final day. Right. So, um, now we've got the twins at the reds now head to head. These two teams haven't met yet in, uh, in this season or in 2023. 
So they last faced off in 2021. Uh, they split a pair of two-game series, um, one at Target Field and the other one at great, uh, the Great uh, Great All-American Ballpark there in Cincinnati. Now, um, now this is an interleague matchup, so they're not really kind of they aren't they aren't jockeying each other for a postseason slot. Um, this is going to be a three-game set in Cincinnati. Um, the Twins have the chance to put away the Guardians for good and clinch the American League Central. Which sorry, real quick, you're you're not are you uh uh letting people read something or or something? Because I just looked looked away. I was doing some extra. You don't want to put it back up on the screen there, bud. I know, I know. I was wondering if you're actually because I was. Okay, how about this? I will tell you when I want the graphic put up on the screen. Okay. Okay. I, I will meet you halfway. I will tell All you right. what I want you to do, and then you do it. This is the whole thing that I have like a little snippet of, and you might get in trouble. No. Okay. Not yet. Where the spider is? He's looking. Thre- threatening me with a platypus. Okay. <laughs> God, we're so sad sometimes. They are venomous. I don't know if you knew that. Um, they are venomous. They are venomous. Have you ever been bitch slapped by a tiny hand? Okay. Um, I'm yeah. gonna bring. I'm gonna bring. I'm gonna bring y'all a set of tiny hands this weekend. Yes. So that way you yes. all have one. Yes. It's gonna be great. All right. So. Now, uh, what I mean, the reason why that this particular series is is meaningful for the Twins is because they've got a chance to clinch their division. They've got a chance to put away the Guardians and eliminate them from postseason contention. Which you know, I mean, if if you've been following along, they've actually been. The Guardians have been kind of picking up the pace a little bit, so the Central is threatening to have two 500 or better teams this year, which, you know, hey, watch out. Um, now, you've got the Orioles at the uh, at the Astros, so that's going to be here in Houston. Now, the first matchup of the season between the Orioles and the uh, Astros was considered a classic. Kyle Tucker hit a go-ahead uh, grand slam off of Felix Bautista uh, back on August 8th. Now, the Astros took two of three games from the O's in that series at Camden Yards. Now, um, with the American League's number one seed against the defending World Series champion, um, it's, I mean, you can't write a a better matchup. So, um, Orioles are still fighting for the division division crown. Um, They split four games with the Rays over the weekend, and on Sunday, Baltimore clinched its first uh, postseason appearance since 2016. That's seven years, man. I'm just like, damn. Um, the Astros have made the playoffs every year since their World Series win in 2017. I don't want to hear about the trash cans. I don't. Uh, that's not what we're talking about. Now, um, Houston currently in the lead in the AL West with the Rangers and the Mariners. What well within striking distance. Um, the Astros over. Oh, they own the tiebreaker over the Rangers. Um, but would lose out in a tiebreaker scenario with Seattle. So they'd be looking to maintain their separation. So if if the season ends in a tie record-wise, then the Seattle would get the division title 
over the Astros because of that tiebreaker. Um, uh, the American League East winner will most certainly receive another bye. So um, both the Astros and the Orioles will be playing for division titles and some extra rest. So the 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 team from their respective division or uh, league, whether it be American or National, with the team with the best record gets a first round bye in the playoffs. They don't have to play that wild card series. Okay, um, which is good, especially if you got if if your team's kind of you know <laughs> <there's>, <laughs> yeah like so say for example let's just say the rangers came on strong between now and the next two weeks and they just come out of nowhere and take the west here's hoping and they managed to beat the orioles as far as like record goes they get a bye week well i say bye week they, they get a bye for the first series that's a yeah. lot of rest a lot of time <laughs> injuries a lot of time to go see the deep tissue masseuse hit those ice baths, you know, stuff like that. Now we're talking team appointed masseuses, not, not Deshaun Watson shopping in, at the Asian market. No, no rubbing no. tugs. Rubbing tugs. Yeah. No, there's no happy endings there. Unless um, you're, yeah, what, what's the name? Fuck. I keep forgetting. I just said it. Deshaun Watson. Okay. Yeah. But thank you for actively participating in the conversation. I, I'm, I'm getting our next article up, getting okay. it ready. Um, Giants at the D-backs is going to be another series to watch. The Giants hold a 6-5 edge in the season series with only two games to go. Uh, after losing three or four in, uh, in Phoenix in May, San Francisco has gone 5-2 against Arizona at Oriole Park, uh, Oracle Park. Now, it's only two games, but the series could be a decisive one when it comes to the NL wildcard pitchers. So both the Giants and the uh, Diamondbacks are eliminated from NOS contention, yet they're still vying for playoff spots. Um, but it's a crowded field. The Phillies, the Cl or Cubs, Marlins, Reds are also in the mix, and only three of the six teams end up in a wild card or series. So additionally, the head-to-head -head tiebreaker between the Giants and D-backs is on the line, with San Francisco needing just one win to clinch the season series. That could prove to be pretty huge for the Giants, because um, if they won the tiebreaker and the other two teams finished with the same record, San Francisco would have the edge when it comes to postseason positioning. Um, both teams need wins, I mean bad, to stay afloat in the playoff race, and it could be a massive series at uh, Chase Field in Arizona. So um, another one to look forward to is going to be the, uh, Toronto at Tampa. Um, these two teams are second and third place, respectively, um, in the American League East series, uh, uh, division. The, the Orioles need to perform well here in Houston. No, I don't. My wife, Mac, and his her Siri. She she has it set for a male voice, and he's like talking about Marvel. <laughs> so, so in the American League East, right? You've got the Orioles, you've got the Blue Jays. I mean, uh, the not the Orioles. The Orioles are in first place, but you've got the Blue Jays and you got the Rays. They're they're competing against each other to see who can finish in second place. Um. Hopefully, if the Orioles don't perform well against the Astros this weekend, um, that could put both Toronto and Tampa Bay in a position to leapfrog, maybe take the title away from them. Uh, we know at this point that Baltimore is going to be in the playoffs because they clinched a spot yesterday. Um, but it, it, it 
again, that, that really, it's going to, it's going to matter. Um, as far as how teams perform these last two weeks. I mean, the frame of mind that everybody needs to go into is going to be the, uh, um, treat every day like it's a playoff game. Treat every day like it's game seven. I mean, it's an exhausting thing. It's an exhausting mindset to maintain over the, over the course of two weeks before you head into the playoffs. But, I mean, at this point, you're looking at it. That's the way you've got to approach every at-bat, every pitch, every play. You've got to approach every day. When you step into the batter's box for practice before the game starts for warm-ups, you have to approach it like, hey, I'm not playing tomorrow if I don't play well. Yeah. Um, now, the the last series that that everybody's looking at as far as being a, a marquee matchup is going to be the Mariners at the Rangers. It's going to be played in Arlington. Um, the Rangers own a commanding 5-1 record against the Mariners this year in 2023. Now, Seattle's only win came in the middle of a three-game set at T-Mobile Park in Seattle. Now, Texas won that series and swept three games at Globe Life Field. Um, they haven't faced off since the beginning of June, though, so kind of look for something to be a little bit heated. Um, scattering reports are in, but when you, you know, scattering reports are one thing, but when you step in the box live pitching against somebody else, that's a completely different ball game. So, um, I look yeah. for a lot of strikeouts um, early on. Two series. Um, the, this one, and then I think they they have another one. I think they right might. I mean, as far as like this week is concerned, I mean, this is going to be the one that this week's going to kick off the last two weeks of the season, and it couldn't have been scripted any better. Um, now, so you think if they don't do well, that road, and I'm not saying that the NFL or the or, or Major League Baseball or you know maybe the NBA is, I don't know, but. I'm, I'm at the very least these two top tier premier series, you know, um, leagues. They're not scripted, so whatever. Right. If you're going to try to tell me that the NFL is scripted, and that you had convinced Tom Brady that he needed to lose two Super Bowls against Peyton Manning's little brother, no, I'm not taking that at all. I'm sorry, um, but it, with so this week, okay, so yeah, you're right, Chris. So this weekend series is one of two remaining between uh, these two ALEs or uh, West clubs, rather. Uh, they play in Seattle. I think this one is uh, just simply because of the fact that if Texas can take uh, two out of three at home against Seattle, they clinch the the series or the season series. Yeah. Okay. So they'll 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 definitively clinch that that tiebreaker. Now there is a four game set. Um, oh, let me see here. Hold on. The Mariners face a four game de- def- deficit in the season series. Now, the Rangers would have to win six of the seven remaining games. So they're going to both be equally as important. Right. Okay. But the Rangers, if they have any chance of, you know, riding the ship, so to speak, after their this little, like, late-season snide that they've been on, they need to go out and make a statement. And I'm not talking about hanging 18, 20 runs on somebody. You don't even have to go into double digits. Your pitching staff, to that includes your bullpen, you know, your front end, your middle, and your and your backside relief, to include your closer, they need to show up for work. Yep. And they need to leave the gas cans at home. Don't drag that shit out to the mound. Don't burn the place down. Your offense needs to, you know, have good strike zone uh, discipline. They need to understand that, you know, yeah, I mean, everybody's at a disadvantage, and it's an equal disadvantage just because of the fact that the umpires are calling horrible strike zones. To include Angel Hernandez, he had a major league, uh, you know, major league game sighting over the weekend. But 
I'm not going to get into that because his Angel Hernandez will be here for four hours. <laughs> we've we've beaten that into the ground. Everybody yeah, there's a horse that can only be processed into glue so much. <laughs> I mean, if you're going to squeeze it out, squeeze it out. I mean, get the last yeah. drop. Now, as far as uh, the standings are concerned, uh, like I said, the, the the Orioles have clinched their first postseason berth in seven years. They did that over the weekend. They actually did that yesterday um, with a walk-off against the Rays. So, But the Rays and the Baltimore and Tampa have both clinched a, uh, a postseason berth. Now, granted that the, the Orioles have the best record in the American League right now, they only have a two-game lead over Tampa Bay. Going into today's action, they've got a two-game lead. Okay. Um, the Yankees are above 500. The Red Sox, two games under. The Red Sox fired their general manager, Hayne Bloom, over the weekend. Did it on Friday, as a matter of fact. And I did a happy dance. <laughs> I did a happy dance. I mean, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just thinking about you doing the happy dance. You know, it's like the old Conan O'Brien thing where he's like, "Why are you picturing him without pants? Why aren't you picturing him without pants? Pants off? Well, I mean, why wouldn't you? I mean, compared to most small mammals, I am rather impressive." <laughs> Yeah, I mean yeah. it's huge when I hold it in this in in my hand. I'm just kind of putting. Oh that out. yeah, absolutely, absolutely. I mean it's like a hog leg, dude. Anyways, <laughs> at some point my daughter's gonna listen to this show and she's gonna be like, "Oh my god, why are you the way that you are?" Yeah, I mean, why aren't why isn't she the way that she is? It's called because genetics, David. Because of you. I mean, for me, yeah. My oldest son, as much as he would, well, I don't know if he would like to disown me or whatever, but <laughs> he he can attribute a lot of his charm to my my half of the genetic code. So, um, it's as bad as uh, what happened to me when I was in uh, I think it was either Kuwait or Bahrain. I took a photo of the. Uh, uh, Tree of Life. I think it was Kuwait. <clears throat> oh, I took a photo of me with the, up the Tree of Life, but at that time I had a mustache. And you know my dad sports a mustache. Uh -huh. I swear to God, I looked at the photo after it was uh, developed, and I was like, what the hell is my dad doing out of that tree? Oh, motherfucker. That, that's when I knew. That's when yeah. I knew. I shaved the mustache that, that day. I'm going to be clean shaven until then. <laughs> yes, exactly. And then now, oh, here's an interesting story that kind of popped up popped up over the weekend. Um, Thursday or Friday, Shoei Otani's locker was cleaned out and packed up. What Look. the fuck? Shoei Otani cleared out and packed up his locker. Why? There are 11 games left in the in the Anaheim season. And he's looking – there's some people that are like, okay, he's looking towards the offseason. He's going to get the Tommy John surgery. And then shortly, like within 24 hours of, his, of reports coming out that his locker had been packed up, 
He was spotted at Logan International Airport in Boston. Ooh. Even closer to Shohei Otani are reporting that he is very interested in wanting to sign with the Boston Red Sox this offseason. Damn. Now, That's I'm on the fence about this. Do what I would. I love Shohei Otani to wear a Red Sox uniform. Oh, of course. Yeah. Would I love to wear have him wear that uniform? Absolutely. He could give us bullpen and starting rotation help as well as good defense and offense on the on the other side of the uh, the other side of the glove. Now uh, here's where I'm on the fence about it. Cost. What's it gonna cost us? How much how much how much is he willing to take as far as like I don't want to say devalue himself because the guy is worth every bit of four hundred million dollars. Oh yeah. Right? But we have to be realistic. He's getting Tommy John surgery, so he's going to probably be unavailable for a majority of the spring, if not all of the spring, and maybe not see him until May. So, now if that's it, that, that's if he has some kind of superhuman recovery period like Bryce Harper did. Now, Bryce Harper, he went and had Tommy John surgery and made it back after like four months. Now, Bryce Harper doesn't pitch, so I don't know if that had anything to do with it. Right. So... Um, but would I love to see Shohei Otani in a Red Sox uniform? Absolutely. You bet your badass bottom dollar I would. But <laughs> dumb not to. Yeah, exactly. <clears throat> Are you trying to say but something? The fact, but the fact that he showed up on his own accord, he was not invited by the club because that is illegal to do. You can get smacked. In. It's called interfering. Right. Yeah. right. The fact that he flew out to Boston... Nobody knows who he met with. He could have met with the Tommy John specialist. Nobody knows. Nobody probably has some good ones out there because of the ball team. How 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 well, hilarious would it be if it was just a connecting flight and everybody's blowing up or because he had a connecting oh, no, no, flight? Oh no 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 he was there for a couple of days. No, oh, okay. I, I thought he was just like spotted. Yeah, that would be funny too. He was seen leaving the airport. Oh, see that's okay. That's okay. Yeah, I mean, there was video of him and everything. He just really wanted lobster. You don't know. Well, some chowder, something. <laughs> that shit's wicked. They, have some good. they do have some good. I mean, I'm sure they got a Wahlburgers out there in L.A., but uh, oh, nothing, yeah. nothing nothing beats from getting you know getting it from the hometown. <laughs> getting home that Whataburgers? Yeah, that's like getting Whataburger in Colorado. It's just not the same. Like, yeah, it's it is, not, but it's yeah. not the same. Right. Yeah, I mean, why would you get water in Colorado? Yeah. David, do 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 your best New England accent again. What are you, what are you talking about? I'm not doing you were trying to you were trying to do your New England accent. I want to hear it. Go for it. I don't know. No, I watched this uh, one shit. The masses, David, do it. She 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 had a Boston accent. She sounded exactly like that. You want to know the key? You want to know the key to a New England accent? You have to drop your eyes. Drop your eyes. Drop your eyes. Drop your eyes. Uh huh. Mm -hmm. That's why they say yad. Mm -hmm. Not yard. Yad. Yad. Just carry that over with everything else. And I'm just telling you, man, it, it, once you master it, you get it down. All you got to do is fucking think about that shit. And it just kind of just comes right out of you. It's, it's, it's like uh, at some points, like when I drink and I've had too much to drink, I saw you. I, I pick up a bit of a, 
an Irish accent, and you know, dude, it's it's horrendous. That's what it is. Mine is southern. Or, oh, I sound so redneck. Yes. Oh, when it, when I, I get tired I and I I'm exhausted. Dude, I'm, I'm just like this, man. You know, I, sound, I sound like a sober McConaughey. I sound like a sober McConaughey. You're drunk and you're fantastic. When I had some stuff there or drank, you know, it's like this, it's it horrible. It comes out just like, and the, the beautiful thing about it is, like, I've never, I've not actually been to Ireland, not once. So you think I would be like even genetic? I should be able to do a Scottish accent. I just I, I boy. Actually, technically, you're doing a Scottish accent. It's not that hard. You, you would uh, see. It's all about the inflection. Where you hold your tongue in your mouth with with, with Scottish, it's it's more toward the back bit. Yeah, and you have to drop whether it's like new or new, and then you replace it with can or can't. I can't wait till Highlander. Boy. Dude, that I can only be one. <laughs> All right, so, anyways, um, we're gonna knock out our picks real quick. Okay, and then I'm gonna bring Colin in. Now, well, let me get let me, uh go ahead and do the picks real quick because we well, got, go got first. yeah we got to go over how we did. Yeah, right. I, I got some actual news. Oh, actual news. Yeah, because I got uh, Cowboys. Released one of their players. Okay. So <clears throat> let me get in here. Do, do. Now we've got two games that we cannot comment on yet because they're in the process of getting started and the process of getting played. So what, what, what's with the doing two games today? Hey, it's just the way the schedule worked out. So it is. What it is. Sometimes it's just, it's a ratings thing. Yeah. Okay. We picked the Eagles to beat the Vikings. The Vikings did their best to come back, but they fell short, thirty-four to twenty-eight. Yeah, we had Packers over the Vi over the Falcons. Now I listened to the last or to the fourth quarter of that game, and the Packers they shit the bed. Oh right. yeah, they twenty-five to twenty-four. They dropped that one. I was really upset about that one. Yeah, um, of course we had the Bills over the Raiders. That was a no-brainer, thirty-eight to ten. That was all Bills all day long. We had the Ravens over the Bengals. They got away with that one, 27-24. We picked, I picked the Lions. You guys picked the Seahawks. You guys were right this week. Yes! And it took overtime to do it. Yep. Hey. And it was, it was a one-position. Didn't I say it was going to be a one-possession game? You did. You did. You said it was going to be a one-possession game. Um. Because, I mean, it's Seattle kind of just, they had an answer for everything that Detroit had for them all day. And then right there, second half, here comes here comes Detroit. Just chipping away, chipping away, chipping away. And they tied the game. And they go out and, and they drop it in overtime. So Yeah, that well, was, I told you that was going to be a good game to watch. Yeah. So now, and we also picked the Colts over the Texans. That was the home opener for the Houston Texans. And upon the 31-20 loss that the Texans suffered to the Colts, 
there was articles and news art, uh, news reports coming out that Texans fans were in open fistfight brawls with each other upon leaving NRG Stadium after the game on Sunday. <laughs> that doesn't oh, really surprise me. Never change. Never, ever. Just never Don't change. ever change your stripe, guys. <laughs> That's fantastic. I still like to see the, the train wreck. Right. All right. So then we had the Chiefs over the Jaguars. Uh, that one worked out in our favor, 17 to 9. We also picked the Bucks over the Bears. 27 17 was the, uh, the, the Buccaneers were, were, uh, were good on that one. Now, I picked that we picked the Titans over the Chargers. I made the argument for the Titans over the Chargers. Okay. That one went to, went to overtime as well. But the Titans came out on top. 24-27. Actually, no, it wasn't. Uh, it was a last second. It was a last second field goal. Nick Folk of Dallas Cowboy Infamy kicked the winning field goal for the uh, for the uh, Tennessee Titans in the closing seconds. Actually, uh, what was it? Yeah, no, it did go to overtime. So I'm sorry, it was tied 24-24 going into overtime, and um, the Chargers got the ball first. And they were stopped. All Tennessee had to do was go down the field and get within field goal range. They did that. Nick Folk did his job. Titans win that game. Then we had we had the cards over the Giants. Chris, you picked the Giants to win this one. And they did. They had to do it in comeback fashion, though. 31-28 over the Giant over the Cardinals. Then we had the Niners over the Rams. That one played out for our favor. Uh 30 to 23. Then we had our lock of the week where the Jets played the Cowboys in Dallas for the Dallas home opener. Dallas beat the uh, the Jets in what had the potential of being a laugher, but I would argue to be a more meaningful victory over the two New York teams, 30-10 to 10 over the New York Jets. Um, the reason why I say that is because the Jets have a better defensive squad than the Giants do. Yeah. And Dallas was still able to put up 30 points. Yeah. And to include four takeaways. Or, no, I'm sorry. There was three takeaways by the Dallas squad this weekend on Sunday. Mm. There's, I've, I've heard people, and I, and I would, I, I would preach caution right now because there's a lot of, of Cowboys fans, and especially I saw a few videos on TikTok that, that yeah, he, you they me. were just going over. This is the greatest defensive squad that's ever been uh, assembled uh, in in 30 years. This is the greatest. Like, come on, guys. Let's let's fight. There, guys. I'm, I'm gonna, the... Yes, that's a great start. But yeah. let's, great start. let's not forget. But you can't win the season in September. Yeah. You can't win the Super Bowl in September. You just exactly. can't do it. I mean, even though you get the hot chicken bed, you know you still have to leave money on the counter. I, You know, you still have to fight over the whiskey dick in December, too. Yeah, that too. And once you get to January and February, Thank you always you have to contend with who's leaving cookie crumbs in the sheets. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So, off to a great start. Advise caution again, you know, uh, uh, for, for Cowboys Nation. Let's well, but let me ask you this. Do you think that the, the Cowboys would have beaten the Jets with Aaron Rodgers? If he was at 100% and playing this weekend, do you think they would have handled it? You know, I think that they might have. The score would have been closer, but they might have. They would. They would have handled him. 
Now, the Jets, comparatively speaking, okay, let's think about Jets history here. The Jets have only had one 4,000-yard passer in their entire history. Do you know who that was? I do not. Joe Namath. Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. Aaron Rodgers has thrown for over 4,000 yards four times in his career. Oh, wow. Yeah. They were expecting that record to be shattered by Aaron Rodgers this year. Mm. And I'm sure that Joe Namath sent texts out to everybody he knew that the record was only in danger for about four plays. <laughs> <laughs> Three, technically. Yeah, three. So, to be fair, <laughs> all right. To be fair. To, to be fair, do I think that the Cowboys' defense or defense would have been able to handle Aaron Rodgers at 100%? Yes. Yeah. Um, because, I mean, if if you, you look at the way that the, uh, the, the Jets quarterback played on Sunday, their play calling was kind of atrocious, and I think that they need to take this going forward. So, I mean, their their season isn't done by any stretch of the imagination. They can still salvage a good season. But their play calling was a little suspect because okay. normally what do you do on a first down? You throw it, mm-hmm. right? You, 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 know, you throw it, you take away the pass rush, and you open up the, the running lanes, right? Mm-hmm. Right. The Jets, 98% of the time on Sunday – called running plays on first down. Yeah. And then they, they didn't throw until third down. And that's why they had three interceptions. Well, that and Micah Parsons. Well, yeah. <laughs> I mean, Micah Parsons is just out there, to out there playing Madden on, on, on rookie mode. <laughs> so, But then we had the Washington Redskins, i.e. are the, you know, the, uh, um, um, playing the donkeys in the Mile High State in the Mile High City. Oh, yeah. We actually got uh, that one right. So the Commanders actually beat the donkeys thirty-five, thirty-three. Mike Pucci, Mike Pucci is uh, close. very happy. Very happy about the uh, donkey reference. <laughs> Do what now, yes, Mike Pucci? Uh, he, it's a friend of mine from high school. He's like donkeys, really? I'm like, yeah, we call them when we see them. Well, Chris did. He, because uh, so no, no, I was calling them the donkeys last year before Chris came on the show. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, I didn't know that, but Mike finally found out about the sports show. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. hi, Mike. And if you would like to be a part of the show, weigh in, give your two cents, expect change, but get a hold of David. We'll see what we can do. Now, um, we, 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 we did pretty well this week as far as our picks. Now, the Patriots, we had the Patriots pick to beat the Dolphins. Now the Dolphins did better than the other two. It's fine, Chris. You, you want to blow your own horn? Go for it. Toot, oh, toot, 100%. I am tooting the shit out of it because it's probably going to be the only time this, this year that I do. The only reason why I'm tooting it is because it's for some reason you keep on farting when I toot it. Johnny's just looking out and like going, well, what's what's going on? I don't know what's going on. What is he talking about? It's like that. All right. I've got pork chops on the smoker out there. So oh, uh, we're talking oh, yeah. like one inch pork chops Ooh. or inch and a half pork chops. Anyway. Ooh, nice. 
So the Patriots, they dropped their they dropped their uh second game in a row. Drop they're now 0 and 2, but they dropped their uh dropped the game 27, I mean uh 24 to 17 against the Dolphins. Now, we still have the Saints versus the Panthers and we've got the Browns over the Steelers right now. Um so I mean right now those games neither one of those games have started. Uh, let me double check that. Yeah, neither one of these oh, yeah. games have started. So um, they're not until six fifteen and seven fifteen. So I mean, the Saints kicks off here in the next like few minutes or whatever. But um, I mean that was pretty had, that was a pretty successful week for us as far as the picks were concerned overall. So even though even yeah. though we did we we kind of diverged a little bit, but so uh, also uh, we have. Two newses before we actually do our picks. Uh, Cowboys released uh, running back uh, Ronald Jones after two-game suspension for PED policy violation. Good. And, yeah, they announced the running back is uh, uh, going to be released on Monday, and they said in a tweet, Mike McCarthy has ensured Tony uh, Polar, Rico uh, Dow. And uh, rookie and, and, and uh, Deuce Vaughn, yeah, have uh, all had roles being involved and have been clear satisfied as the veteran uh, Ronald Jones was released upon completing his second game suspension. Yeah, so, um, I, I'm not gonna lie, man. I'm, I'm I, I kind of like the look of the offense. Well, no, let me back up. I like the look of the defense so far this year. <clears throat> The offense needs to get rolling sooner. Now, they did go out yesterday and score on the opening drive. That was good. Um, I think they settled for way too many field goals yesterday. Um, I think that they, you know, I mean, again, the Jets' defense is going to be a good one this year, and they shut down the running game for the most part for Dallas yesterday. But uh, Anthony Pollard, um, Doddle, and uh, Deuce Vaughn, they – uh you know, I mean, that's going to be a good three-headed snake right there for the running game. You're yeah. Gonna always, you're going to consistently have a good pair of fresh legs um, in, in you know, in the backfield. And I that that excites me because if, if they're not going out into the flat to receive a pass, they're going to be there blocking. You know, and, and you know, we're going to run into a team that that's not that great at stopping the run and then we're just going to ram it down their throats all day long. I'm excited for the potential of what this season has in store. Now, I didn't know. Note, I did not say that I'm excited for the Cowboys because I'm like, no, not 2 and 0. We're going to go to the Super Bowl and it's not, not, not saying that at all. I am saying that I'm excited for the prospect of what the season has, uh, you know, has become available for just based on what we've seen from the small sample size. Yeah. Uh, another thing with a good, with a good start, but like I said, it's, this is the Cowboys we're talking about and they'll, they'll have to make it through December before I finally start crowing about it. Yeah. Yeah. Now Colorado state universities, uh, in the news right now, uh, and they're, uh, one of their players is getting death threats. Uh, <clears throat> Uh, S. Henry uh, Blackburn, uh, he did an injury before uh, 
on the let me get this streamed up and show y'all. Are you talking about the the Colorado State player that uh, that basically speared the wide receiver from Colorado? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, no. It, there is no place, regardless as to what you do for a profession. Yeah. It, if you're a professional athlete, there's no there's no room for death threats from anybody. Correct. And and he should have been tossed out of that game. He should have been disqualified from that game. Colorado State came in there with one mission in mind, and that was to beat primetime. And yep. it did, they did not care how they went about doing it. Both teams got chippy. Um, Shador uh, Sanders, the, the quarterback, Deion's son, he, he was caught on camera poking, poking his fingers through the face mask of a Colorado State player. You know, so I mean, neither side was as innocent in the in that game at all. Period. Yeah. yeah. Um, but to take it that far is is yeah. Beautiful. To take it that far, to where you legitimately put somebody's career and livelihood, or not livelihood at that point, they're in college. No, put somebody's right. potential career and life in in danger. Yeah. Because of what an in-state rivalry? I'm sorry, no. Yeah, they could actually. He, he could actually disqualified here. And sent to the locker room, for sure. So, um, let me see here. Let's see, as of thirty minutes ago, said that uh, Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs have come to an agreement for two hundred and ten million dollars. Jesus. So well, good, good for him. Okay, so let's move into these picks. I, I've, I'm, I'm trying to, like I said, we're trying to, you know, for the for the sake of expediency here, um, I'm trying to get a little ahead here while while you while we were talking about those other articles. All right, so first matchup of the weekend, we've got the Niners over the uh, we got the Niners and the Giants playing on Thursday night. Now, um, it's it's Jaquan Barkley, uh, the running back for uh, New York. He's going to be out with an injury. Uh, for Thursday night, so he's not going to be in the lineup on Thursday night. Mm -hmm. um, they are playing in the Meadowlands, but the 49ers are coming to New, uh, coming to New York to to play the Giants. And even if Shaquan, uh, Shaquan Barkley was going to be in the lineup, I, I I would be more apt to take the Niners in that in that matchup. I'm still uh, thinking the Niners on this one, honestly. And there's Chris. He's got the grin. He he wants to go with the Giants. Why? I'm I'm kind of feeling the Niners on this one. Oh, you are. Yeah. Okay. So I'm, we're I'm, in agreement. I am I am feeling the Niners. Okay. All right. All right. All right. So we're taking the Niners over the Giants. Next up, we have Ravens and Colts. I'm taking the Colts. I mean, taking the Ravens because they're playing at home. It's their. Uh, I think it's their home opener. I can't. Yeah. No, it's week three, so they should have. Anyways, I digress. Um. The Colts, they played a little chippy. They played a little, you know, they play, They looked like a solid football team on Sunday, but they were playing the Texans. Um, yeah. And uh, then they almost gave that one away. So um, I think Lamar Jackson's going to show up and show out, and the Colts are not going to have an answer for him. Agree. Right. Uh, the, Browns, the Browns are going to be hosting the Titans on Sunday. <laughs> this is game one of the who gives a shit. Yeah, basically. Yeah. <laughs> um, platypus, this thing. 
because no one honestly at this point you could you could almost flip a coin but i really think the titans are going to pull out on yeah i thought i was going to say i was going to i was going to take the titans on this one titans are coming in off of an emotional win against the chargers um because i mean the chargers i mean they're that's a rivalry right there oh for sure i mean those those two teams absolutely hate each other Mm-hmm. Um, the Browns have been the Browns have been playing good, but they've been playing over their head. I think at this yeah. point, um, the Tennessee defense is going to punch them right in the mouth. Agree. Uh, next up, we've got the Falcons at the Lions. Now, I'm going to ride this Lion bandwagon until they get into the win column, but um, I, I think that um, you know I don't necessarily think that the Falcons won their game. Uh, more of that, the Packers lost that game. It's still one of those things. I think both teams. This is one of those games to watch. It's it's one of those. It's going to be a good game to watch. Yeah, I'm not going to argue that point at all. But, um, but I decision and the decision of who's going to win it or not. Um, to have no, it's a flip a coin. I, I, I literally would the Lions just because they're at home. Well, no, yeah. the Lions are gonna. They're they're playing. Yeah, they're they're at home. Yeah, they're still in uh, Detroit, Mich- Michigan. But I, I'm I'm taking the Lions in this one just because. I mean, the Lions. I mean, they came back mm-hmm. against. Um, my brain completely blinked on who they played this yeah yesterday. Hang on. Holy crap! Was it the Saints? Mm-hmm. Seahawks. Seahawks, that's right. Um, you put and, and 31 back, up against, against the Seahawks. Like, that's nothing to sneeze at. Yeah, yeah. no, it's not. Um, uh, the Falcons. They I mean, just they haven't shown any life. Yeah, they haven't. Um, and they haven't for a while. Yeah. I mean, ever since Matty Ice had his 28-3 to meltdown in the Super Bowl versus Tom Brady. I'm going to be honest. I fully expect the Lions to run away with this one. I think they're going to smack the Falcons. Yeah, I mean, it's going to be a 10-point plus. Oh, he's going to cover the spread for sure. Um, then we've got the Saints at the Packers. Um, Derek Carr has been playing. He's a good quarterback, and he's he's been playing good football for the New Orleans Saints. Jordan, I Love, Jordan, Jordan Love, I, I think at this point, he, he's going to be a little, he's going to come into the game a little pissed because of what happened in Atlanta. Hmm. I mean, this is another game that's kind of a coin flip. See, it's kind of tough on this one because we, we, we haven't seen how the Saints are going to play tonight. So we're going to have to make a pick kind of side unseen. Yeah. Yeah. Granted, they're playing the Panthers, so you would expect them to do fairly well. Yeah. Carolina team that just hasn't, again, like I said, hasn't shown much life. But it's it's kind of hard to. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, it's hard to pick. I, I'm going to say we go take Packers. Packers. I got to go Packers on this. Yeah. I know they, 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 you know, shit the bed against the Falcons, but it was a one-point game. Yeah, it was. And in the no-brainer of the week, they're going to take the Jags over the Texans. I was about to say that one. I was like, Jags. I think at this point we could just say it's going to be blank over the Texans. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> just pencil that in. Just blank over the Texans. 
Yes. <laughs> now, this is a divisional game for the Texans, but that's not going to matter. No. Um, they're gonna they're gonna walk into Jacksonville and they're gonna walk out. They're, they're, gonna, they're gonna walk out. They're, they're gonna walk out of out of Jacksonville. Demoralized. The ability to not have to squeeze quite so hard when they take a crap on the plane. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know they're gonna get on the plane yeah, and they're, they're gonna be yelling at the pilots to take off before the Jaguars score again. <laughs> I would love to be wrong. Would Generation. love to be wrong. Yes, I would love to be able to drive on six ten past NRG Stadium and not worry about a stray bullet flying through my windshield. That's <laughs> true. Okay. Um, then we've got the donkeys at the fish. We're gonna take the fish on that one. Yep. Mm-hmm. Another no brainer. Uh huh. Chargers, the Vikings. Ooh. Yeah, that's how I, I look at that. You know, the, the Vikings showed a little bit of life, man. They, they did. did. They showed some life. I think that they can get it figured out. I just don't know, know if they can get it figured out against the Chargers. If it was, if it was any other team. Yeah. So I, I, I would I would do that. I, I don't think they're gonna they're gonna beat the Chargers. The Vikings have got a tough, tough schedule. The fact that they've opened up the season 0-2. Dude, the, the, their schedule for the next month is rough. Yeah. I mean, rough. Not to say that they can't pull a win out here and there, but it's. I'll tell you what, if they up. win this game, that's going to give them momentum for the rest of them. That's, that's really going to push them over the edge, I think. It would. Yeah. Yeah, it definitely would. Um, notification from the NFL here. Uh, no. no, okay. It's just a uh, Bryce Young, Derek Carr, blah blah blah. First of two two games tonight. Blah, blah. Okay. Um, so we're gonna take the Chargers on that one. Uh, yeah. Mm -hmm. All right. Really now, I'm almost going against my gut on that one, but yeah, we'll take Chargers. Yeah. I mean, I I, I really want to see the Vikings start to pull it, pull it to you know turn the page, right the ship a little bit. Mm -hmm. We got the Patriots at the Jets. Mm -hmm. Now. Like the Jets neither offensive yeah. squad, neither offensive squad are that great. I'm just being completely honest. Even if you've got Zeke or you know Zeke Elliott playing running back for the for the Patriots, it's not that great. Okay. Um, oh, this is totally coming down to defense on this game. It's going to be a defensive battle, I think. I think the Jets are going to pull it out. You think so? I think so. I, I was about to say that too, just because uh, Cowboys beat the shit out of out of them uh, last uh, last night. Uh, I still I still think the uh, Jets still might have a look a little bit of fighting the field. The, you know what? I'm going to go against my gut. I'm going to say the Jets over the Patriots. Yeah, I mean, my gut tells me that the Patriots are going to come out on top on that one, but I don't know, man. I think, it, I think, I think that's only because you still picture Brady on the field. It's not. It's really not. It, it, it's really not. Um, I mean, when you have a, like a winning team, 
keep on winning for again de- decade. You you can go ahead and just wrap that whole argument up, and you can just kind of toss it out the window because that's not the reason why I was picking him. I think that Mac Jones is is going to get this offense firing on all cylinders, and even though the Jets have a good defense, I think that yes, the Jets are going to stop the run. Absolutely, you cannot run it on the Jets right now. Just you can't. You can wear them down, but they're going to still stop you. I think that the the New York Jets secondary has exposed itself. They exposed themselves yesterday against the Cowboys. And if you're going to make the argument, well, it was Dak Prescott throwing the ball. Think about what you just said. Okay. Dak Prescott is the furthest thing from being an elite quarterback in this league. And I say that as a fan of the Cowboys. Right. Mac Jones has the potential to become a very prolific passer. But for just for argument's sake, just so that we've got some kind of like consistency and cohesiveness with our picks this week, I'm going to go against my gut. I'm going to take the Jets on this one. It's going to be, it's going to be a one possession game again. It's going to be low scoring. Uh, I'll be surprised if it goes double digits on either side. I, I, I say seventeen fourteen Jets. Could be. Next, we've got the uh, the Bills at the Redskins. The Bills have figured it out. There was some there was some talk that Josh Allen was regressing. He kind of put everybody to rest. Put that all to rest yesterday. I think Bills on this one. I agree. Uh, next, we've got the uh, game two of the week. Uh, you know, the game two of the Who Gives a Shit series. Uh, okay. We've got the Panthers at the Seahawks. I'm thinking the Seahawks all day long on this one. Yep. Yeah. That's, that's an easy pick. Uh, next up, we've got the Cowboys at Arizona. The Cardinals are 0 2. Cowboys are 2 0. Now, I know that we have told David many a times not to look at the record, but you look at how the team has been playing. Now, the Cardinals almost beat the Giants. <clears throat> and we know what the Giants' offense looks like. Right. The Cardinals have absolutely no chance against the Cowboys' offense. No. The it defense is. is going to eat Arizona alive. Yeah, this could almost be another blowout. Yeah. I wouldn't say blowout. I'm going to say that it's going to be at least. Oh, it's going to be over 10. It's going to be a three possession game. Yeah. It's going to be a three possession game. Um, I'm going to say the first team to 20 or the first team to 17 is going to win. Yeah, that's fair. Um, Next up, we've got the Bears at the Chiefs. Chiefs. Chiefs over the Bears. <laughs> <laughs> Another blank over Bears. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, blank over well, the Bears. Because every, yeah, every time we have picked the Bears, we've gotten our heart broke. Every time. Dude, yeah. we can get our heart broke. Someone went out 
said they're going to break up with us. We didn't even know who that person was. Then kicked us in the balls. That's what happens. It's like, I'm breaking up with you. Who the fuck we, was we, that? No. Here's why stop asking out strippers. Here, here's what happens. We get out of the car. We go walk around the front of the car to let our date out because we're gentlemen and we hold the door open, right? Yeah. Out of nowhere, a gang of midgets just comes out and starts declaring war on your ankles. <laughs> and then disappears into the night. And they're wearing unicorn suits. And you're still wondering what the fuck is going on. You're like, did did I did, did I that do happen wrong? Yeah. <laughs> did that happen? Uh, yeah, that happened. Next on this on the docket is going to be Steelers at the Raiders. I kind uh, of one. Yeah, I'm kind of with you. My my gut is telling me Steelers. What are your pals saying? But you that literally is is it just. I'm gonna go against my gut on this one too. I'm I'm gonna agree and say, go Raiders. Okay. You you went against your gut earlier. I'll go against mine. Yeah. So, if you're listening, Chip, we picked your team. So you know, you, you need better to appreciate. Still not happy about it. We picked your team. Seriously, it's it's a very icky mouthfeel to have to say. Yeah. That. Now, on paper, this next matchup is a no-brainer. Eagles at the Buccaneers taking the Eagles. You would think, but but something tells me that the Buccaneers are going to have a have a have a have a solution so. to the Philadelphia problem. I think so. It's, it, uh, yeah, I mean, it's going to be. I you know what? I'm not super confident about it though. I just hate picking the Eagles, dude. I really I do. I do too. I don't I know how much of it is my gut telling me that the Buccaneers are going to have something for the Philadelphia Eagles Sunday, or Monday night rather, but is it just the, my disdain for the Eagles or do I actually think the Buccaneers are going to win? Fuck it. I hate the Eagles. Let's go Buccaneers. <laughs> I mean, I would ask him, but platypus don't really do much. <laughs> That's fucking hilarious. I refuse to apologize to anybody listening in Philadelphia. Yeah, market an eight, dude. Market an eight. All right. So last we've got the Rams at the Bengals. Now Joe Burrow is in under center, but he's he's it's 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 a nagging recurring calf injury. The the Bengals have not ever can still play ball, apparently. Bengals uh, have not been treating me good this year. I'm, I'm actually wanting to go for the Bengals, but I do too. I, I want to bring. I want to. I just. I gotta go Rams on this one. Yeah, yeah. I was thinking the same thing. God, that just that killed me. You kind of want it. Yeah. Like I want. I want to 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 root for the Bengals. I want the. I, 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 I want to link it hard, man. Yeah. yeah. I really. So do. here's what we're doing. We've got a uh, recap before I call, uh, before we bring Colin in for the week. Um, Niners over the Giants, Ravens over the Colts, Titans over the Browns, Lions over the Falcons, Packers beating the Saints, Jags over the Texans, duh, uh, Fish over the Donkeys, Chargers over the Vikings, Jets over the Patriots, Bills over the Redskins, Seahawks over the Panthers, Cowboys over Cards, Chiefs beating blank over the Bears, um, <laughs> Raiders over the Steelers. Bucks over the Eagles because why? Because fuck them. That's why. 
and Rams over the Bengals. Um, David, I'm going to send those picks over to you. Yep. And we are going to get those posted. And we're going to do here. And paste. And they are sent. And it's official on our Facebook page, our picks of the week. There we go. And boom. All right. So now what I'm doing is copy, paste that link there, and waiting on the spud. That is my nickname for Colin spud so waiting on the spud to come in i introduced him it's go ahead i'm sorry i introduced him to starfield this weekend oh did you yeah how'd that go dude he's like now i don't know what my next big big, big purchase is gonna be the... yeah so because because colin got a taste of starfield and yeah I like how some people like send me actual uh, stuff and uh, they're like, oh, I found this new mic. My setup is it's like it's only $25. My setup is like a grand. Why the fuck <laughs> would you <I> use that? <laughs> and the mic is like, I was like, well, I could sell it to you. I was like, uh, my stuff is over a grand. So, <laughs> right. But hey, it's the thought that counts. Yeah, it's the thought that counts. Yeah. How was school today, Colin? Oh, it was, it was fine. School. Good, good, good. My, I just, just. You just actually cleared up, bro. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, just, just told the guys that I introduced you to Starfield this weekend. Yeah. You going through withdrawals yet? Yeah, uh, Mike, Mike, I want to explore more planets, but I can't. Yeah, yeah. So, Colin, you know, I I told his mom whenever she, you know, met us to to, to do the handoff, you know, I was like, Yeah, I think I broke Colin this weekend. She's like, What? And he's like, Yeah, I got to play Starfield. I know what my next big purchase is going to be. I'm going to have to buy a Series X. <laughs> that's that's what I'm worried about this weekend. Oh yeah, yeah. And it's uh, I'm gonna have to no. Bad. Yeah, me and me and Kai have been talking about that. And I'm like, hey, dude, why don't you get you a Series S and I'll come up? I was like, one, you are about as uh consistent. Two. Don't get a Series S. Get a Series X because or X. better performing console. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, if I do, it's going to be a Series X. Now, I did want to go trade my PS4 Pro in this weekend, and you know, put it towards my PS5 fund, but I think I'm going to wait because uh, Sony has kind of leaked a little bit that they're going to release a PS5 Pro late next year. Yeah. Oh really? Mm-hmm. I missed that. So it might behoove me to wait because I have been wanting the PS5 as well. Yeah, because yeah. there are is some juiciness coming out. 
even even if even if i do see here here's my thing yes i've got a ps4 great awesome i i I kept some of my games i gave most of my games to colin this weekend because i'm just not I, i haven't turned my playstation 4 on in like a year right you know how much am i gonna play because when i do play i'm playing on my xbox right or i'm playing on my switch and you know I've been thinking about getting the switch. The switch is a solid investment for, you know, for those on the go games. Um, Don't expect, I mean, now there it's funny because they released mortal Kombat one for the switch Mm -hmm. and there's people asking for refunds because of the graphical differences. It, it, It should not cost the same as it is on every other console. Yeah, dude, I mean, I've seen gameplay video and screenshots of, of of the Switch Switch's version of Mortal Kombat One. David, and, uh, one of these is not like the other. You know, it, it it's yeah. well, the only reason why I would buy a Switch is because the one I can get uh, get the old games that I uh, used to play, and two, just the new. I I love Legend of Zelda. Yeah. Um, when the you... Nintendo online service alone makes the switch a worthy investment because um, I, I, get, I have Nintendo online plus I paid for the expansion pack every year. So I've got, you know, oh, my daughter's coming in on Maine. She has a switch, so I might just steal hers for a while. Yeah. I mean, really if you pay for the expansion pack, you get Nintendo 64 uh, games, you get, um, let me see here, you get Sega Genesis. They've got, uh, They've got Game Boy, Game Boy Advance, Game Boy Color games, and and, and you know, of course, you've got your you know original NES and you got your SNES uh, titles, yeah. uh, you know. So I like it just for the just for the you know just for the retro emulators that they have. Um, and I'm not gonna lie, I mean, I play Bass Pro Fishing uh, Strike on my Switch all the time, so I mean. I wish I was just at least a fraction of good, as good of a fisherman in real life as I am in that game. Right. <laughs> yeah. There's... Like when I say, when I tell people I'm going to go fishing, it's more like I'm just going to go throw my line in the water and I'm going to sit there for a couple hours. I'm going to throw some bait on the bottom. I'm yeah. going to, no, no, no. I'm going to go to the lake and get drunk. Feed That's what's going to happen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm going I'm to go get sun drenched and drunk at the lake, you know? So yeah, there's that. Um, Aren't you bringing a cooler? Yeah, full <laughs> yeah. of beer. Yeah, <laughs> full of beer. There's no space. Right. So, exactly. Um, before we get into NASCAR, it is that time, ladies and gentlemen, boys, girls, angry faithful of all ages, for the live read that was recorded by yours truly to be played by yours. Well, it was to be yours truly. It'd be like by Vu, our wonderful producer, David Dickerman. And that, sir, is your cue. We here at Angry Me Production want to thank our sponsor, Mobile Notary Mindy. She's certified with the National Notary Association. She's also bonded and ENO insured. She offers a wide range of services, including wills, powers of attorney, medical documents, healthcare proxies, living wills, certification of trust assignment of personal property, HIPAA waivers, 
Advanced Healthcare Directives, and 99 Verification. You can find her on Facebook, TikTok, and Instagram at Mobile Notary Mindy. You can also visit her webpage at TexasMobileNotaryMindy.com. That's TX MobileNotaryMindy.com. Thank you so much and enjoy the show. Okay. Now, <clears throat> this week, we bring you our very own Ronin comedy. He was drug kicking, screaming from the depths of the darkest reaches of the furthest star systems that the Starfield universe has to offer. He brings to you the ability to question your own morality. He brings to you the ability to question as to whether or not you are worth God coming back to Earth and saving. He's 14 years old, and he tells jokes like a grown-ass man. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, angry faithful, faithful of all ages, my genetic code on display for your eyes and your ears to feast upon. I bring to you this week's installment of Joke Time with Colin. Oh, shit! He's like, fuck you guys. I'm out. The screen tilts and it goes black. And like... Later, guys. This was fun. Confucius say to air is human, but a pizza that is 30 minutes late is $10 off. <laughs> okay. I, I, uh, one of the questions, not, not one of the jokes needs to be reviewed this I'm, I'm looking, I'm looking. Oh, we have a review on the play right out the gate right out of the gate yeah That's very promising last time we had one reviewed it was fantastic i know i know you know what go for it send it we'll send here we go What's the what's the one good thing about a child molester? They drive slow in the school zone. Oh my god. <laughs> oh damn. Uh-huh. What do you what do you call a cheap circus stroke? Try stroke? I'm having stroke. Oh, you or you're oh, having yeah. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah, I should do this. I smell toast. <laughs> Recent. Okay, I'm just going to have to send you this one. I can't speak today. I don't know. What no, is come on, dude. You can do this. No, no, it's one word in the joke. Just. Do you want me to give it? Do you want me to tell the joke? Do you want me to deliver it for you? No, you I want you when 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 I get to the word, you need to say it. Pointed him, and he take 
Oh, it's going to be a bad word. Oh, this is going to be great. No, it's not. No, it's I physically just send the joke so I can see what we're talking about. You know what it said? I thought hard R was like retard, and it's not. What? (laughs) What did you just say? I think I smell toast now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know how to respond to that. Oh, you don't. You just, you know, you just let it go. It's <laughs> like, that's Dave again. So, anybody. Come on, okay. dude. I'm Here sorry. It wasn't sending. It was like, Okay, 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 okay. And it's pronounced circumcision. Yes, yeah, okay. I know. I I know how it's pronounced. Well, you I know distribution. So, I mean, I said it that once, but I have to sized. Hmm. Okay. Word. What is Don't worry word? about it, Johnny. Just say it. All right. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna do my best. I'm gonna do my best call-in impression here. What do you call a cheap circum? Uh, yeah, what do you call a cheap circumcision? What? A ripoff. Oh, <laughs> oh, that stings. Yeah, that does sting a little bit. I wish there was a way I could. Dual screen. No, not on not on a phone. The processing power is really low, so which I am gonna fix that this week. I'm I'm getting me a well, not this week. It's uh on parade order. I'm getting uh fifteen. Are you now? Yeah. Okay. I was waiting for it. I was like, I was going to get a 14, 14 in uh, August. And I was like, well, the 15th is coming out. What body part did you uh, sacrifice? I didn't have to. I have a, uh, actually, I get it for like uh, $730 less. I just had to trade in my phone. <laughs> that. That's not good for us. <laughs> oh. This, this oh, better no. be like. Again, I don't. I can't speak words. Yes, I was having abdominal pain, so he took her to the hospital, and the doctor said, "Hope you enjoy changing diapers." She said, "Oh no, I'm pregnant." He said, "No, you have bowel cancer." Oh. 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 All right, we'll do NASCAR. We'll land. All right, <clears throat> ladies and gentlemen, this week's installment of 
Joke Time with Colin was brought to you by our wonderful sponsor, Mobile Notary Mindy. Now I'm stroking out. <laughs> I feel toast. <laughs> I'm in danger. So off he goes into the wild blue meter. What are you doing over there, Colin? What? All I hear is... Yeah, it sounds like rats in the walls. I don't know. Uh-huh. I'm not doing anything. You're not now. You can wait until after we're off the air to do that, bud. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I swear, like, I'm, 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 I could be in the eye while you do that. That's, <laughs> that's kind of creepy. <laughs> I don't know how I feel about it. I applaud the power move. I applaud the power move 100%, but whoa. Could you not do it to your dad? I'm I'm not doing anything. You're going to bear witness to to the magic that is my dog, Harry, this week um, when when you come down. Harry likes to rub his dick on the carpet. Yeah. Right. He throws his back legs out behind him and he just rubs his dick on the carpet. Right. And so this weekend, this weekend, he was doing that. But my my uh, middle stepson Sam came downstairs and he's like, "Harry, can you not look at me when you do that?" <laughs> nope. Got to hard I know it. contact while we do this. I mean. <laughs> I mean, it was straight. I could just, I mean, you know, because dogs have that blank stare, but I don't know. Sometimes it just feels like they're staring into your soul. Right. <laughs> I can just imagine that, you know, the I, thought process running through my dog's head. You're going to take this. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> That's like my, my buddy has a, a, a small little terrier and his, his thing, like he has the one stuffed animal that he's shut out of it, but he, Bites it on the neck. He brings it out. He'll cart it out to the middle of the of the floor. Make sure that he has the full audience. Bites it on the back of the neck, and we'll spend an hour just pile driving this thing. And then he'll stop and he'll look back at you. It's like you better still be watching me. And then he'll latch onto the back of the neck again and just just get after it. <laughs> I don't know how I could. Re- how I would react if my dog did that, dude. I, I, I know. Um, and it's funny because he's t- he's he's this big. He's tiny. That's the thing. Small dogs don't know they are. Yeah. Oh no, he's a great di- great Dan in his own mind. Okay. So, uh, so I know what the sound was. He's awesome. It was this. So it was a it was a string from the Whoopi. Yes. Okay. You're saying it was a wardrobe malfunction? No, he's saying it was a whoopee malfunction. And yes, okay. it was a whoopee. So this weekend in NASCAR, and I'm not going to finish the outro for, for Colin's segment, segment because it just went all to hell in a handbasket really quick. <laughs> Hold on, let me press the button. The man! The man! The legend! There we go. We're good. There we go. <clears throat> so this weekend at Bristol... Denny Fuckboy Hamlin won the race. Can't stand that bastard. Anyways. You sound so happy. You know, it's one thing to be disliked. But when you get out 
and everybody's booing you. Somebody in the stands actually threw a cucumber at him, which I thought was seeks it out. Well, he wanted his what? That person threw that cucumber, and he got you know. And he replies to the crowd. He's like, "Oh, boo! I beat your favorite driver." And then walks away. And then when the person interviewing him goes, which one? And he goes, all of them. Seriously, Colin. I'm not doing anything. Okay, I swear I'm not doing anything. This you time. are literally moving the phone up and down after we said in a freaking two to three minutes what we think you're doing. <laughs> and you're making it look like. I'm trying. <laughs> are you trying I... to make it right? I'm... No, okay, no. I'm okay. trying to lean my phone against my controller. Uh huh. Uh-huh. It's not working. I hear this explanation. Go ahead. And it's not working. Uh huh. It's, it's it's sliding, and I'm trying to get the camera angle correct. Uh huh. I bet you are. Uh, yeah, totally. So um. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, it was extremely, it was extremely arrogant. Even hit the way he entered the winter circle was yeah. super arrogant. See where he, he almost took that dude out. Well, he he bounced the tail end of his car off the railing trying to do a burnout up into the victory lane. Yeah, like I said, he almost he almost hit the dude that was holding the gate for him. Yeah. Now, the four drivers. Um, Joey Logano, last year's champion, Kevin Harvick, previous champion, Ricky Stenhouse Jr., and Michael McDowell were all below the cutoff line after the race concluded on Saturday night, so they are no longer eligible to win the championship. Um, they can still race for points, they can still race for wins, but they are they, it will not go towards their championship standings. Mm. Um, so we have officially entered the round of 12. We've got Bubba Wallace, uh, Ryan Blaney, Brad Keselowski, Ross Chastain. Those are the four drivers that are now currently under the cutoff line. Um, I want to see Bubba Wallace gone. I really do. Yeah, I was about to say that. Um, Tyler Reddick, Christopher Bell, Kyle Busch, Chris Busher from Prosper, Texas, Kyle Larson, Denny Hamlin, Martin Truex Jr., and William Byron are your top eight drivers from the bottom up. Um, boys, it's race week. Mm-hmm. It is race week. Yep. Um, Thursday, uh, Chris is making his way to my house, and we're going to head up on Friday to uh, secure the hotel room. Um, thinking maybe possibly Saturday during the day. Um, depending on what David's got going on, more than welcome to to join us. But I'm thinking, Chris, I'm. I think I'm going to drag you over to the track and we're going to just try to like maybe hit the midway a little bit, see some of the sights and sounds. Absolutely. Um, if you're meeting on Friday, I'll, I'll meet y'all down there on Friday. I just have, I just have to finish well, up. You know, we would, well, what, what I want to do is park in the free parking for Saturday, just kind of hit the track a little bit. Um, you know, the midway area outside of the track. Um, Sunday morning, we're going to get up incredibly foul early. We're talking like four o'clock, leave the hotel by four, by, well, by five. So that way we can get to our parking spot by six. Yeah. I bought a parking pass. I have my handicap placard. Thank you, VA disability. And, uh, we're going to get a good parking spot, but yeah, 
I don't want to just try to show up and expect there to be a parking spot there. Oh God, no. <laughs> no. Um, you know, C four gets rid of uh, you know, bad parking spots. Look, silly putty's angry cousin is probably not the wisest idea. Mm. You can use Tanner, right? <laughs> is it though? Are you sure about that? <laughs> Would you look at that? Would you look at that? Just look at that. You know what you do. You just look at that and you just say, would you just look at that? You slap it on the hood and you say, that's what I appreciate about you. <laughs> oh, is that what you appreciate, buddy? Take it down about 25% there, squirrely Dan. Oh, look, the ground. Um. Man, I cannot wait. It's it's going to be. It's going to be. It's, gonna be, weekend. it's going to be so good. Now, I'm, I'm I'm honestly I'm just happy to uh, hang out and visit with you guys again. So that, that that's that's my high peak of the weekend. <clears throat> now, yesterday, uh, there was some sad news in the NASCAR world. Um, <clears throat> Sherry Pollux, who is the longtime girlfriend of uh, Martin Trucks Jr. Big, big uh, cancer, uh, you know, cancer advocate or cancer research advocate, rather. Um, she died yesterday from ovarian cancer. It was her second bout with uh, ovarian cancer. 44 years old, guys. Man. Um, I opened up my Twitter when I got to Corsicana. And my timeline was just flooded with uh, drivers' wives, drivers' sisters, drivers themselves, team owners. I mean, the entire NASCAR community voiced out their grief, their thoughts, their prayers uh, for Sherry Pollux. She had one of the more memorable uh, commands to start engines uh, at Bristol. I believe it was last year. She brought a lot of energy uh, to to the garage area. Um, she was very popular amongst the drivers, the driver's wives, a lot of NASCAR officials. Um, the passing was announced yesterday by her family. Um, she had fought it since her initial diagnosis in 2014. She did go into remission at one point, but then it came back and, it, and she'd been fighting it ever since. Um, she was instrumental in founding the catwalk for a cause, a charity fashion gala that brought the NASCAR industry together in the fight against childhood cancer. The event was founded in 2010 and raised more than $4 million to fund initiatives to combat the, uh, the disease. Now, the project launch came four years before her own diagnosis with stage three ovarian cancer at age 35. Um, her charitable works expanded to fund research to help battle ovarian cancer, a form of the disease for which she said treatment and care protocols had made, had, had made relatively few advancements in the last 30 years. Now, in 2020, her foundation partnered with Novant Health in Charlotte to open the Sherry Strong uh, Integrative Medicine Oncology okay. Clinic. Now, Pollock's and former partner Truex Jr. were named recipients of the National Motorsports Press's, uh, Press Association's Myers Brothers Award for Outstanding Contributions to the Sport of Stock Car Racing in 2017. And she was also a finalist for the Comcast Community Champion of the Year Award in 2022. 
Now, the 2023 edition of the catwalk was just held last Wednesday, a Wednesday with Pollux un unable to attend. Uh, the event's co-hosts acknowledged Pollux in, in introductory remarks, lauding her as an absolute hero as the crowd gave her a standing ovation. Now, NASCAR released the following statement, quote, NASCAR is saddened to learn of the passing of Sherry Pollux, whose fight against cancer and determination to help others through the Sherry Strong Foundation was an inspiration to all who knew her. NASCAR and the NASCAR Foundation's thoughts and prayers are with Sherry's families and friends. Now, Sherry Pollock, she was born in Marshall, Michigan on May, May 10th of 1979. Uh, she later moved with her family to Brighton, Michigan. Both towns are, were nearly an hour from Michigan International Speedway where she watched NASCAR races with her uh, family in her youth, sporting a Rusty Wallace t-shirt along with her older sister, Jill. Smell of the pines, the lakes. People just don't know how good it is here, Pollock said of her home state in 2015 when she did an interview with the Detroit Free Press. Now, she did say that she grew up a hockey kid who favored the Detroit Red Wings well before her family's involvement in racing. When she was first diagnosed with cancer years later, the Red Wings sent her a care package along with a get, letter, or get well letter. Pollock's father, Greg, raced late models at dirt tracks in Michigan before branching into team ownership in NASCAR's national ranks. His PPC racing operation comp uh, competed primarily in what is now called the Xfinity Series during the 2000 uh, champion, uh, or in, in the Xfinity Series, claiming the, the, the points championship that year with Jeff Green in 2000. The family moved to Florida during Sherry Pollock's uh, middle school years, and she later attended Florida State University, where she earned a degree in sports marketing. She landed with a marketing firm that had accounts in NASCAR, which strengthened her bond with the sport. Now, she was introduced to Truex during his climb to prominence in the Xfinity Series, and the two later used their platform for philanthropic works. The, uh, the Drivers Foundation launched in 20, uh, 2007 and focused on assisting children and families affected by pediatric cancer. Now, the couple ended their partnership in January after 18 years together. Um, Pollock's own diagnosis came in 2014 um, after she fell ill that summer. Now, a CT scan revealed advanced stage 3 ovarian cancer. Stage 4 is the most dire. In August, and on August 15th, she underwent an emergency surgery where doctors removed her ovaries, fallopian tubes, spleen, appendix, and part of her stomach. A procedure that lasted several hours. And she began chemotherapy four weeks later. Doctors said she'd been given her uh, she had been given a 30% chance of survival over the five years that followed. Now, on January 11th of 2016, she rang the bell to signal, signal an end to 17 months of chemotherapy, uh, heartening others with her positive outlook through treatment. She said, quote, I wake up every day and just have to have so much gratitude and joy for this life that I'm living, even though I have a chronic illness. Um, Pollux told Jeff Gluck in 2019, she said, and it's so hard. People ask me all the time. I don't get it. How do you stay so positive? And how are you happy all the time when you have stage three ovarian cancer? She said, I wake up every day and just think this life is amazing. If you look around you, there's so much positivity and there's so much beauty in this earth. The people who want to make a difference and want to inspire each other. There's a, a lot for us if you just look for us. Now, doctors determined that Pollux's cancer had returned in September of 2021, 
finding the disease had spread to one of her lungs. Subsequent scans revealed further progression, and her aggressive strain of cancer was especially resistant to treatment. Now, her legacy is powerful. Lasting as one of uh, lasting one is a champion of good causes and resilient ambassador in the fight against the disease. She said, quote, I often wonder if that's my purpose here. She told The Athletic in 2022. It's maybe not what I would have chosen for myself. Nobody really wants to be the poster child for any type of cancer. But maybe I'm supposed to go through all of this so I can pave the way for other women. On some days, that can be a really hard pill to swallow. But on other days, it's like, you know, I've been given this really important role in life. And if I'm going to leave a legacy behind and help other people, then I need to do it 100%. And I completely and wholeheartedly agree with that statement. Um, <clears throat> now to the friends and family of Sherry Pollock's, uh, from our small little corner of the universe, we want to extend our thoughts, prayers, and our condolences to the Pollock's family. We know that you're celebrating her at this time. And we also know that you're mourning the fact that she is no longer physically here. We urge every one of a, every one of our, our listeners, every one of our fans, and even everybody who's just stumbling upon us for the very first time. Regardless as to what your take is going to be on big farmer in the fight against cancer. I highly suggest that if you know anybody who has been touched by this disease, to be there for them, to help them be strong. Uh, Stuart Scott said it best that when David, there we go. I was trying to put, put you into the center. When, if you know anybody who is, who has, you know, been touched by the disease or has suffered from it, Stuart Scott said it best. And you know what? I want to look this up real quick because I don't want to mess this up here. Um, let me see here. It's an eight-minute speech. I don't know. David, do you think we could play this for eight minutes real quick? I don't care. All right. Let me go ahead and uh, let me see here. Go ahead and share my window. Yeah. You got it? Yeah, send it yeah. to me. It's really low. Yeah, no, hold on. No, no. You had to send it to me. No. Oh, oh, okay. To share. Yeah. All right. I got you. I got you. All right. Let me know when you got it up. Nope. Come on, David. I sent it to you. Did you send me it or did you? Yeah, I did. It's right there backstage. There we go. Now, now what you can do is, is, uh, enlarge. 
It's my profound honor to present the 2014 Jimmy V Perseverance Award to Stuart Scott. Thank you. You know, tomorrow all my boys are going to be like, oh man, I saw you at the SBs with Peyton Manning, Money Mayweather, and KD. I'm going to be like, yeah, whatever. Jack Bauer saved the world and he introduced me. <laughs> it's my favorite TV show of all time. So, Keeper Sutherland, thank you very much. I am very honored. Every day I am reminded that our life's journey is really about the people who touch us. When I first heard that I was going to be honored with this reward, the very first thing that I did was I was speechless. Briefly, I've presented this award before. I mean, I've watched in awe as Kay Yao and Eric Legrand and all these other great people grace this stage. And although intellectually, I get it, I'm a public figure, I have a public job, I'm battling cancer, hopefully I'm inspiring. At my gut level, I really didn't think that I belonged with those great people. But I listened to what Jim Bobano said 21 years ago. The most poignant seven words ever uttered in any speech anywhere. Don't give up. Don't ever give up. Those great people didn't. Coach Bobano didn't. So to be honored with this, I now have a responsibility to also not ever give up. I'm not special. I just listened to what the man said. I listened to all that he said, everything that he asked of us. And that's to build the V Foundation. And let me tell you, man, it works. I'm talking tangible benefits. You saw me in that clinical trial. Now, here's the thing about that. Coach Balvano's words 21 years ago, helping me and thousands of people like me right now, direct benefits. That's why all of this, why we're here tonight, that's why it's so important. I also realized something else recently. You heard me kind of allude to it in the piece. I said, I'm not losing. I'm still here, I'm fighting, I'm not losing. But I gotta amend that. When you die, it does not mean that you lose to cancer. You beat cancer by how you live, why you live, and in the manner in which you live. So live, live, fight like hell. And when you get too tired to fight, then lay down and rest and let somebody else fight for you. That's also very, very important. I can't do this don't give up thing all by myself. I got thousands of people on Twitter and on the streets who encourage me. I got these amazingly wonderful people at ESPN. I got corporate executives, my bosses, this is true, who will text message me. And I'll say, hey, I uh, heard you had chemotherapy today. You want me to stop by on the way home from work and pick you up something to eat and bring it to you? Seriously? 
Who does that? Whose boss does that? My bosses do that. But even with all that, the fight is still much more difficult than I even realized. What you didn't see in the piece is what's gone on probably the last 10 days. I just got out of the hospital this past Friday. Seven days stay. Man, I crashed. I had liver complications, I had kidney failure. I had four surgeries in a span of seven days. I had tubes and wires running in and out of every part of my body. And guys, when I say every part of my body, every part of my body. As of Sunday, I didn't even know if I'd make it here. I couldn't fight. Is it just buffering? The doctors and nurses could. The people that I love, my friends and family, they could fight. My girlfriend who slept on a very uncomfortable hospital cot by my side every night, she could fight. The people that I love did last week what they always do. They visited, they talked to me, they listened to me, they sat silent sometimes, they loved me. And that's another one of the components of the V Foundation. This whole fight, this journey thing is not a solo venture. This is something that requires support. I called my big sister Susan a few days ago. Why? I needed to cry. It was that simple. And I know that I can call her. I can call my other sister, Cynthia, my brother, Stephen, my mom and dad. And I can just cry. And those things are very important. I have one more necessity. Yeah, it's really two. Two very vibrant, intelligent, beautiful young ladies. The best thing I've ever done, the best thing I will ever do, is be a dad to Taylor and Sydney. It's true. I can't ever give up because I can't leave my daughters. Yes, sometimes I embarrass them. Sometimes they think I'm a tyrant. That's a direct quote. There is an I adjective that describes tyrant bus. too, but I'm not going to go there. <laughs> Taylor and Sydney, I love you guys more than I will ever be able to express. You two are my heartbeat. I am standing on this stage here tonight because of you. My oldest daughter, Taylor, I wanted her to be here, but college sophomore, summer school, second semester, starting this week. Baby girl, I love you, but you go do you. You go do that. My littlest angel is here. My 14-year-old. Sydney, come up here and give dad a hug because I need one. I want to say thank you, ESPN. Thank you, ESPYs. Thank all of you. Have a great rest of your night and have a great rest of your life. That. That's fantastic. That whole thing. Stuart Scott was the only reason I watched ESPN. He was the only reason. Like he made it fun. Yeah. He coined the phrase cool as the other side of the pillow. 
Did he really? He did. did not and I still watch ESPN Sports Center every once in a while, but it's just not the same, right? Yeah. Uh, like I felt that when he when he passed from cancer, I felt that. Um, I've got his autobiography upstairs. And uh, that's a good read. It's a good read. But he said, we beat cancer by how we live. And as it relates to Sherry Pollock's, her family, her legacy, she didn't lose to cancer. She beat it. She beat it by not backing down. She beat it by not giving up. So, you know, I, I look, I fully expect there to be a moment of silence this coming weekend um, at the track. And it'll be one of the quietest moments all weekend. <laughs> because after that, it's going to get loud and it's going to be beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we're going to be soaked up with the smell of high octane fuel, exhaust, tire smoke, and burning oil. It's going to be a glorious weekend. Yeah. Uh, past that, man. Um, yeah, like I said, all I've been all I've been doing is just playing Starfield. I introduced Colin to it this weekend. <laughs> you know, I'm not even I'm not even entertaining the thought of buying anything else. You know, past that right now, I'm just, I'm soaking it up. Even once I finally get around to like building up, a, you know, enough skill points where I can level out my guy, you know, I, I, I complete the main storyline and I go into the new game plus version of it. You lose all of your equipment, you lose all your ships, but you keep all your skills mm. and abilities that you unlock. Mm. I mean, that's, Pretty standard though for yeah. Game Plus. So I'm looking forward to that. I'm just not really looking forward to the whole eventuality that I'm going to get tired of the game because I know that in October, let's see, what is it? It's this month on the seventh. Is it? No, it's October 17th. I think it is. Um, Call of Duty Modern Warfare 3 comes out. I've already pre ordered that mostly for Colin. Ah, look, if you're like me and your dog water online, David, it's fine. I play those games for the campaigns. I'm not going to be a fan. Yeah, exactly. I'm okay. Yeah, I beat those campaigns within like 30 minutes almost. It, it, it's that fast. I think it gives good. me eight hours. So mostly, again, I bought, bought them mostly for, for, for the boys. So, yeah. I mean, I'm. I just got finished uh, playing uh, Cold War. That was actually a pretty good storyline. They actually yeah, have Cold, Cold War was it was. Have you played the zombies? No, I, I don't. It, I don't. I play never it. got into zombies. Really, Dude, especially Cold War. Cold War was definitely one of my favorites. It is fun. That was and my oldest son was would go nuts for it. That's <laughs> that's the majority of what he played. The, what, I never got into it. Me and my cousin, we did, we love zombies. We love playing zombies together. 
Yeah, so, y'all yeah. keep you know, arguing with each other. <laughs> Past that, it's pretty fun. Okay. My nephew, he's one of those people that will Leroy Jenkins himself off into a room or a corner of a map and then scream at you because he got killed because you couldn't cover him. Right. Yeah, I'm like, where were you? Don't blame me for your it for you being an idiot. Like I'm Overwatch. Well, stay where I can watch over you. Right. right. (laughs) Don't don't go rushing in. Like the thing is, he doesn't tell me he's doing it. He just does it, and then he yells at me for it. And I'm like, that makes sense. Then. I, I mean, I. That's how I run things. I mean, I just go we're, in. We know. Bum rush everything, and everybody. <laughs> I'm just I'm here to win, and then runs off by himself to die immediately. I right think, now, the Saints have a six to three lead over the Panthers right now. Oh, yeah, same. But my cousin yeah. is also one of those people that spends half the day on the game so it's like <laughs> you should be better at it if you've been there that long no no see what he does <laughs> he's one of those people that unlocks all the camos buys like almost every operator like it's i don't know i can't do all that i'm like i got better games i just don't care i'm good you know how far behind i am i'm finally almost finished with the main story missions on horizon zero dawn the first one that's how far behind i am see for me it it's okay it's an okay game i oh, uh, i'm freaking loving it it's i found awesome. the game to be beautiful i didn't finish it but Gorgeous. i found i found the game to be very 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 beautiful yes beautiful awesome like the idea and they have forbidden west on uh on the PlayStation on PSN as well. So, Wait, so I'll have you right it too. have you beaten the game or is it? No, this is the first oh. time that I've been. I've played it before, but I didn't beat it. So I started over from the beginning to go all the way through. And I did that specifically so I could do Forbidden West because I'm itching to get into that as well. Yeah, um, was even second better. act of Boulder's Gate Three. So that that is. Oh, that is damn. I, I've, I, it's been a long time. So, I mean, I'm frustrated at the game, but I'm happy to be frustrated at the game. It's been a long time since I played a game that actually challenged me. I'm having a fun time playing more combat. I'm so just dog water at fighting games. Dude. I, that guy just, I will button mash because I don't know any combos. I'm playing fighting games. I realized I was dog water at fighting games. Now I'm about to really like give away my age here. <laughs> when Tekken 3 came out in the arcade yeah. and there was a line to play it at the uh, at the enlisted club. Yep. <laughs> so, yep. Oh yeah. See, I but Colin froze in like the most I don't know what to make of that face. His eyes are shut. He looks like a uh... This is it was a, uh, there he goes. Okay. okay my bad. Yeah, I remember one night we had a like. Here's what you look like. <laughs> we had one night somebody on CQ brought in their, their Genesis. 
how what was it the, the, the Dreamcast? That was it was the Dreamcast. Yeah, and they had one of the Soul Calibers. I can't remember if it was three or four. It had been. I can't. Remember. Yeah. Anyways, uh, and and for some reason, I dominated that game. Like we were going through the single player stuff, and I couldn't be beat. I was I was just running through it. And then I was like, hey, baby, I'm finally getting good at fighting games. And I went and played some. And no, no, God, no. Nope. No, I look like a five-year-old. It was awful. <laughs> See, this is, I, uh, look, I practice when I'm at home. And then when I fight. Practice. Why am I practicing a, <laughs> See, a video but game? The, but not, the thing no. is, I learned, I've learned some combos for this game. And then it's like when I face my older brother, I just he, oh. he might he might as well just be like backhand me and be like, okay, be gone with because you. I'm sitting here and I see everything that that his older brother does. Yeah, and all I hear coming out of that bedroom behind a closed door is, ugh, nah. <laughs> I'm just like, I walk upstairs and I'm like, can you please turn that down? And what is he playing? He's sitting there in his gamer chair with his PS5 controller in his hand. And I look up and, yep, sure enough, there's Mortal Kombat on the screen. I'm like, it's really fun. I mean, combos are really fun. You know, and he he, he had the audacity. The audacity. He's like, I, I don't see how Colin got in. I don't know where he got that money from. I'm like, he didn't have the money. His mom gave him the money. Had the child support that I pay. <laughs> so, if you want to be mad at somebody, be mad at me. <laughs> you know? I mean, well, it's because he got the premium edition. So it was like the hundred and twenty dollar version of the game. No, it was this hundred and ten. Oh, hundred and ten. I'm sorry. Just, just hundred and ten. Okay. Yes. No. But 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 okay. Yeah. I know. But like, it was. Whatever. I hear a yeah, but is is that what you're trying to? Are you trying to yab it? It's a lot better than 120. See, okay, so point is, is, is that Colin has things like baseball. He's got JROTC. He's got choir. You know, so I mean, he's active, right? I don't, I don't get when to he go. comes home, he gets put to work. You know, that kind of thing. Yeah. I don't... I, I got baseball... I got baseball practice after school. I can't go home at 3 o'clock like everybody else. I have to wait until 4.15 to practice, till practice ends. And then when he gets home, he's got homework. No. No. Oh well, I was trying no. to build you. Well, yeah, but like homework is yeah, no, homework is only if you don't really finish in class. So I can understand that. Yeah, all this, but you know, I got things to do. You know, but then you got people like us have jobs, um, school, you know, housework to do parenting stuff just being an adult just really kind of cuts into our our gaming gaming time 
And then God forbid, whenever I get my, my enterprise refit model stuff all together and I start that build, my video game consoles are going to get dusty. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they're going to get dusty. So, but with that being said, I think we should probably go ahead. We're over, we're already coming up on the two hour and 10 minute mark. So yeah. let's, uh, let's go ahead and land this plane guys. David, so they can, can you do it in one take this week? Yes, I can do it in one take. If you actually open it in one take, I'm not feeling <sighs> fucking hell. Optimistic. I'm going to go against my gut and I'm going to take the two takes over the one take this week. <sighs> uh, all right. I mean, it's not like I'm saying blank over David. I am. <laughs> so anyways guys thank oh, you all that was the last episode of nerd sports he <laughs> <laughs> just fired us <laughs> oh, no. oh, so the next time that you see any of our smiling faces together on the same screen it will be post race and and actually on uh, our personal TikTok pages, um, Cowboy Eleven Charlie for for uh, and that's Eleven C for you civilian types. Um, on a uh, TikTok, David is going. David, do you have a personal, or is you are you just on the company page? I'm just on the company page. I am at Angry Me Production, and I am at Socks Daddy Seventy Seven on TikTok. So be uh, be looking for those. Uh, we're going to do some videos uh, throughout the course of the day. Just to kind of give you some sights and sounds, we're going to be posting pretty actively that uh, that weekend on our social media platforms. Um, but the next time that you uh, hear from us, it will uh, it'll be post race, probably from the hotel room, uh, doing an episode from there. It'll be kind of interesting to have us all in the same you know same camera shot at the same time. I, I think I think we should shoot for that. That that would be that would be very interesting. Do the whole pass object through camera. No, no. Well, I got. I still got to do. I don't. Do I, don't think, I don't. I don't think David would be down for a spit roast anyway. So, yeah. Okay. If we get him drunk enough, I think he would. His feet will be swollen. Just gross. Dude, I haven't been <laughs> shower first. <laughs> I haven't been like uh, touched in a while, so I don't give a fuck anymore. See, there you go. There you go. So. Sunday night, Colin. That's your cue to kind of be ready. I'll send you a text message Sunday night and be like, "All right, hey." So, yeah, yeah. Thank anyway, you. God damn it! I fucking got him. <laughs> was there. We were out. I'm, <laughs> I'm just figure it. So you can get the. No, just just, 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 hit the just, go, just go, just go, just go. You got Thank this. you all for listening. Thank you all for watching. This is Nerd Sports 126. I'm David Dickerman. I'm Johnny Skelton. I am Chris Jacka. Colin Skelton. Yeah, there we go. That's Thank you all for watching. Thank you all for listening. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking penalty.